Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 37 of the Midwest Farm Wives podcast, the one where traditions matter. And Whitney's back. And I'm happy about that. What's up? Nothing. How are you? I kind of sounded like I was have been drinking like, what's up? <laughs> I feel like I should be drinking today on election day. You probably deserve one anyway. You went how long? I, uh, yeah, I'm actively sober for seven and a half months or whatever. <laughs> I know that it's not my body, but I feel like you haven't been pregnant that long, but I'm sure it's felt the, the opposite. Yeah. Um, I have 10 weeks left till my due date. I doubt that that, I, I mean, I keep saying, I doubt I'll make it that long. You know, this child will probably be like third kid. I'll have him a week late or something crazy. Yeah. Stubborn. Okay. Should we give a review? Then we'll get into a recap. Yeah. Take it away. Okay. This is from Paige Hep. And she says, binge-worthy podcast, hands down. As a new farm wife, jumping into harvest a week or so after our honeymoon. Woof, girl, that was brave, first of all. <laughs> my yeah, she world- didn't put that in a review, but uh, yeah, yeah, girl. Been yeah, there. she said, my world was rocked. My sister, a fellow farm wife, recommended the Midwest Farm Wives podcast to me, and it was a godsend. I had no idea I was feeling some of the things I was until Whitney and Kylie's words hit me. I've never related to a podcast more in my life. Keep speaking the truth, ladies. There are so many people that need to hear your story. Thank you. Gracias. How kind. Yes. I always love hearing people like, cause it's literally just you and I talking. So I know I always say it like all the time that I'm humbled, but I am because it is, it is. chatting. Like is. we would talk like this on the phone. <laughs> yeah. And I, I thought about today. I'm like, we should intro this as on today's episode of how crazy is Whitney and Kylie's life? <laughs> or is Whitney going to be here? <laughs> My, how the tables have turned. No, I know we were supposed to record 42 minutes ago, start recording actually yesterday. And then it was today. And as we started to log on, I'm like, Hey, I have to reboot my router. Well, that five minutes passed. Hey, I have to run to the scale house. Well, that 10 minutes, 20, 30 minutes passed. And then we get on and Whitney's like, Hey, Bart just texted me. Dang it. Okay. So there's another 10 minutes. And like, that's just reality for us. And you guys know it. Cause we talk about it every time. Yes, we do. So first of our, so re- first of our recap, we have surpassed a hundred thousand lessons, which is unreal by quite a bit. Right? Like we're yeah. up to like like almost 110 actually wahoo that's, that's crazy cool. so crazy. i remember i remember when we first hit 10,000. it's like what no way i remember when we hit like 100 because our first episode sucked donkey debt donkey butt um but i remember when we hit a thousand you know all those major milestones it, it's it's cool and to still be getting reviews so thank you guys for taking the time to do that we are going to do yes. a giveaway we haven't quite decided what we're gonna um, put in that giveaway. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, definitely. The giveaway is a thank you for listening and it'll be something good. I promise. Yeah. All the good loot. So our recap is we finished harvest. Whoop whoop. Like 
I don't even know. The days are all mixing together, maybe a week and a half ago. So we finished, I, I was looking up quotes before this for like our end of the quote. And it was like, you always start, you always start strong, but you finish yes. stronger. And it's like, yes, that is absolutely, especially on this heart of a year. It was like, we, we have no choice, but to finish like some of the corn was like not even worth picking, but you still have to pick it in order to get your insurance money or, you know, not have volunteer corn issues. So yes, you finish strong, no matter what the heck's going on. And I feel like that relates so much to 2020. Yeah. And going through the seasons of like, we talk about every spring or every beginning of harvest, I guess I should say you go through that, like emotional stuff where you're happy, then you're ready to get it done. And then you're tired and you're exhausted. And I felt like every I felt every feeling this harvest. I did too. And I am normally not a very emotional person. Like I can usually keep my crap together. My poop was not in a loop this year. Like I was exhausted there's so many other emotions going on outside of it. Like we've had the election, we've had COVID to deal with. We've had weird schools back in session. We've had restrictions that we're not used to. Like life just isn't normal and that's okay because we're, we're getting through it. Shoot. It's already November 3rd. Like if you would have, I mean, I want to go back and listen to like our March podcasts when we're freaking out and we don't know what's going to happen. We still don't know what's going to happen, but in the same breath, like here we are six, seven months later and we're all still doing okay. Right. I relatively like, speaking. Yeah. I feel like probably a lot of us were like mentally strong for the very longest time. And then now it's like all just hitting at once. I feel, I feel like that's how I am. Like I'm starting to yeah. get nervous. The schools are going to shut down again and you know, year end crap is coming and it's like a lot yeah. to handle all at once. <laughs> Here we so, are. We're doing so this. I needed that mental health episode that you did with Jess last week. I like yeah, was, to it on our last field night tears in my eyes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it was so good. She did such a good job. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really, I like, I enjoyed re-listening to it after we recorded it because I even got more out of it. You know, when you're in the moment, you don't maybe absorb everything. And it was nice to listen back. She's super cool. It is. So what's your recap? You're still in harvest. You're done with beans. No, You're done with corn. Opposite. Done with yeah. Corn. We're so close. I think if I looked right now, I think we're getting done with one of our sixties. Um, and we have a hundred acre field left. So barring no breakdowns tonight, we are going to finish harvest. But because I said that out loud, we will actually have <laughs> some kind of breakdown that costs us a lot of money and time. And we won't finish tonight because I put that in the atmosphere. So I'm hoping to finish by the end of the week, but reality, I hope we finish tonight. So on um, our, on our last day, I'm like, so we'll get done with this today. And Bart just looked at me with this nastiest look. And he said, I am not answering that. And you know why, <laughs> right? Like, because that is the truth. Every time you say something, something happens. Like we finished corn harvest. We converted the, so we did that yesterday, I guess it was, we converted the other combine back over to beans or put the other header on or whatever they got to do. And the first pass, I got to go get the service truck. Uh, Dean's combine broke down. I'm like, what, what Stop it? <laughs> really? Um, but yeah, so the header had a piece missing or I don't have any idea. Whitney, I really don't know. And nor do I care besides the fact that it took like a 30 minutes fix to fix and we're back running again. So that's right. all I really care about. Right. So and you were saying like, so you just said we converted the combine back to beans, like I know that it wasn't you. So I was going to do a post like the vase of everyone's operation. And I don't know if that makes sense to what I'm saying. So like during Milo harvest, my tractor got super plugged 
well, they, I would say like, I had to blow it out. No, like they did it. Like the they's of the operation are the heroes. Right. The people, the people that, that just, really make things work. <laughs> yeah. So I like the they's of every operation need to shout out this 2020 growing slash harvest season. Cause it has been a booger. Right. Like the people who like your, your, I don't want to say like your main farmers. Cause that's not fair. Right. Because right. I definitely consider myself a farmer, but if Jordan right. just up and like said, I'm done farming, could I do it myself? Oh, hell no. No. Yeah. Giant big old no on me too. Um, I'm not saying what I try. I don't know. Maybe, but I mean, I would, I would have to hire people to put into Jordan's place. Like there's right. no way that I could raise kids and do all this. Like our operation is just too overwhelmingly. I don't want to say it's like super large or anything, but like I wouldn't be able to do half of my stuff or even one hundredth of Jordan's stuff. Well, there's so many things that you and I have no idea how to do. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like Jordan, I, we don't actually hire out a lot of our like mechanical work unless it's on tra tractor trailers. We try to fix a lot of stuff in the shop. And so like everybody that works here has some random skill, right? Whether that's welding yeah. or whether that's just understanding the equipment, like, okay, I took all this off and I'm going to put all this back on. Maybe that's just simple puzzle skills. I don't know, but I right. don't have those. Right. The they's, the they's they're amazing. Yes. Um, baby update. We said that everything's going really well still putting on the LBs, baby's still growing well. Um, are you like yeah, to the I mean, point, how much more can I stretch? I actually think that every day, uh, when I get out of bed, especially when I like, stand up or when I'm trying to sit and I can't sit, I have to like really stretch out. If you're pre if you've been pregnant, you know what I'm talking about. You really but, don't have much of a pregnant face. You know, like some ladies get like bigger noses or kind of chubbier cheeks. So you don't have a pregnant face. Thanks. I have 10 weeks left. So belly, I'm usually belly in that ass. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. I put on a pair of like pajama shorts last night. I said, Oh my gosh, my butt is getting <laughs> Jordan's like, well, and I'm, I said, just don't answer it. Like it wasn't a question. It was I a statement. You. I know it's a statement. There. I know exactly. <laughs> Everything else is really good though. We all Jordan and I've already voted. We actually have like record turnout for voting in our area. I would think usually we go right at the first of the morning in our little bitty, little bitty town. And we're within the first like 10 or 12 people to vote. I actually want to say we were like five and six last time, last presidential election. Jordan went, he was in the twenties at like six something. And then I went at nine and I was number 60. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but I actually don't think our polling place gets more than 60 people like in a whole day. Usually. That's awesome though. I went and voted already. Bart will go to late voting this evening, but what time does your guys's cancel or quit? Seven. Yeah. So does ours. So it's seven. It'll be interesting with election. like all the stuff coming in late. I don't know. It is we what can... it is. We're not going to change it. Bart and I have discussed this. Of yeah, course. We, 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 all have, we all have our very strong opinions of who we would like for, I mean, we all have our own whys as we want them as well, but we are not going to change anything. Right. We're going to have to push through with whoever gets it and pray to God that they guide them the way that it's going to help us all. That's exactly right. It's scary and as heck, in, but in four years, we'll do it all again. Yep. Cause I guarantee people were scared when any of the presidents have been elected. Somebody, somebody didn't like it. So I remember four years ago being nervous as heck. Yeah. So Still yeah, there. just have more kids. 
Yeah. So we're going to chat holidays today. Super simple. I feel if like we- I should start Mariah Carey's like, oh, I don't want to that. There is just one thing <laughs> I need. <laughs> um, yeah. So on well, that first note, of all, just- I love Christmas music. Michael Bublé holiday. Yep. <laughs> I actually despise Michael Bublé. If that's how you even say it. I think his voice is like the, the melodic. Bleh. I love Christmas music, but that's just like too soft for me. Like I need something that's got a little more Mariah Carey. Yeah. Something else. Yeah. I like, I like listening to Christmas music a lot. And it's funny because growing up, I hated it. My mom would blur it. She, cause back then you know, it was like CD player celine dion christmas oh my i just remember that crap being on repeat and i hated it but i feel like now that i'm a mom i'm her right we get influenced easily by our parents Mm-hmm. we do yeah we like i like the holiday season too uh it'll be interesting this year i told jordan we're probably going to put our tree up early because of the baby uh but i don't really know that we will in reality it's just i'm going to need more help Usually I do it all by myself. So when you say early, are you like in November still putting it up? We almost always put it up the weekend of Thanksgiving, like after sometime in that like week, that five to seven days after Thanksgiving. I have always on record done that until last year. I don't know why I did it the week before and I loved it the week before Thanksgiving. So I'm just like hit or miss, but I do like it up early and I like it down like the few days after Christmas. Yeah. And the Catholic faith, you don't take your tree or your deck, your religious decorations down until, um, it's like a couple, three weeks. I should know that. Um, it's a few weeks after Christmas. I too am a like Christmas is over, put the tree up. I'm done with it. Like Passover. Is that what you guys don't, don't ask me questions. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, so I feel like this year, the holidays are going to be I don't think, well, it is going to be different. Like I have very old grandparents that are both very much so underlying conditions, but I saw a post on Facebook just this morning and I reposted it because they're, I mean, they're both very aged. So it said, before you cancel any of your Thanksgiving and Christmas with your loved ones, remember that this may be the last holiday you have. We are not guaranteed a single minute on this earth. Stop living in fear and embrace life to the fullest. And I feel like that's going to be my family this year. Cause they're yeah. both like living at home still. They're not in nursing homes where we like, can't visit them. We have just not be out of respect to like keep them healthy, which I hate makes me sad. It's like damned. If you do damned, if you don't, I right. think we've cussed four times on this podcast. We never cussed. So here we are just like laying it all out. <laughs> That's how we feel right now. The end of 2020 <laughs> has made us do this. It really is though, because you want to be together, but you don't want to get them sick, but what are the actual chances of you sharing that statistically? And, it is high. If you have it, it is high to share it if you have it, but what is it statistically the fact that you have it or not? I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. We are going to do immediate family only. We what have, do you normally do? Do you normally do Christmas, more? Yeah. We usually have like seven. It's just, that's how it works out. We have my sisters and my side of the family. We have Jordan's sisters and his side of the family. We have his grandma's, we have like Christmas separate, day, which would separate Christmas as you're saying all sep. This is like the entire month of December. We have his on Christmas Eve, we go somewhere on Christmas day, we do our own thing. And then in Christmas day Eve, we go to friends and then we usually go up to my grandmother's. And th- I mean, there's literally so 
much. But you're also possibly going to have a new baby. Right. We're not doing any of that because of the baby, I would say. And, and because of COVID. Right. But like one of the Christmases we've moved to March and we call it Marchmas because it's, we just couldn't get everybody together. I don't know. I'm, we're definitely going to do like, I told Jordan what I want to do for sure is I want to see our parents and his parents like hands down. Right. Of course. Um, and I would love to see my grandmother. I only have one living grandparent. Jordan has one living grandparent as well, but that's all we have. So are they both healthy? Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as um, basically, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say they're like at the top of their game, but right. I know it's so hard. Like, so we normally do Christmas day with my family the day after Christmas, just because there's so many, um, wives added into the mix on Bart's side that we all like do our own thing with our families. Excuse me. And so we do the day after Christmas there. We usually do a Christmas Eve thing with just us, like just Bart and I and the kids. So this year I had the idea with my mom and dad, like Christmas presents lately in the past, I would say two or three years have driven me nuts. Yeah. Mainly because I feel like they play with it for a month. They lose it or break it at month four. And then here comes November of the next year. And I find it at the bottom of the toy box and it hasn't been played with since February. Yep. So I just told my parents, like, let's not get gifts this year. Let's go somewhere. I know that going somewhere is kind of hard right now. So like Estes Park, Colorado is a beautiful mountain place near here. And so we're going to go rent. We rented a house and it's got a pool and a hot tub there. And we're just going to cook meals and stuff there and stay at that house. Sometime right after Christmas or in January, we're going to wait till January, like the second week. So my brother, he'll be off K-State football. So he'll we be take off. We take the kids out of school. Yes. And it's, Which, I mean, I mean, they're in two. like, they're, I mean, they're little bitty. So yeah, they'll only miss two days of school, but it's like, I just told my mom, I would much rather see my kids swim and get exhausted from swimming and playing games for four days, then watch them open $500 of presents they break. Yep. I completely agree with you. We purged toys, uh, two weeks ago, maybe a week ago. And I have like four bags of stuff that the kids are like, we don't play with that anymore. And doesn't that make you fine with getting rid of it? Doesn't it make you a little upset because half of the crap I bought half of the crap, I know they were given and it just upsets me. It's like, that's such a waste. There's two cabbage patch dolls that are in the throwaway, which I'm going to go back through everything and make sure that like, we want to get rid of it all. But I'm, I told Jordan, I don't want to get rid of that. Like I bought that. Jordan looks at me <laughs> like, well, why really do you want to keep it? Yeah. Like it's a principle. And so then mind. for us, which we you know, I want my kids to like, be thankful. Also, I'm sorry if no one agrees with this, everyone can have their own opinion, but I do not like doing Santa Claus. Okay. Nope. And you're kind of out on your own on that. We still do. We, we're like total Santa Claus people. We do but it, we do, but we do try to not make Santa give like the most end all be all gift. Like we so still see, want the magic of Santa. Right. But we don't make them get like the hundred dollar gift or whatever that is budget is for your family. So that comes from mom and dad. Santa brings like one or two things very, very, but they're like, they're for very affordable. So that's where I have made a switch. So when I was growing up, Santa always brought your best gift, like your biggest gift. Same for me. And so then 
I started that with Bodhi and then like Layton came and it's like, okay, this is getting kind of expensive. Also, I didn't like old St. Nick getting all the credit when I really bought that crap. So, so I, that's what I really, I really wanted to tell the kids the truth, but Bart was like, no, you cannot do that. They're little, you're going to ruin their lives. And so we just made the switch to what you just said. Like they get something small from Santa and the bigger. I would hate, I would hate for my kid to be the one to ruin it for someone else's kids. Like I will never tell them until they figure it out on their own. That's why Bart told me I couldn't. Cause we, cause we obviously have like nieces and nephews younger than our kids. And so they would ruin it. They would. And it would just be some, like my mom said, that's the, he's not real. And then it would just be like this domino effect of horror, horror. And all the moms hating me. Yes. No, <laughs> being the honest one. I know. So this year we, we are following, which I have never actually followed it before the want need wear read rule. Yes. And I actually let my kids like peruse the magazines and Amazon and kind of like look for what they wanted and they picked very reasonable things. So I think it was fun to do that way. We, I already have, I want to say I already have most of my kids stuff bought. I look at it and I think that's not very much stuff. And then I remind myself that was the point. Okay. That's how I have been this year. (laughs) Like I sat both the kids on the kitchen table, making sure they got their want, need, want or read whatever. And I just like, God, that's not very much. And then I'm like, no, we're going on vacation in January that costs quite a bit. Stop it. Right. I think, so I'll tell you what our kids got because they won't listen to this and it won't matter. We actually kind of did the two big gifts as something they could both enjoy. And so one of our, my Instagram friends had posted a Melissa and Doug wooden train set that I thought Rhett would really like, but I'm actually going to put both their names on it so we don't fight over whose is whose. Right. And then I got a second, it's actually our third set of magnet tiles, a bit, one of those big super sets. There was a coupon at target. So those are like our big gifts. We don't really, I don't, we don't spend a ton. I mean, we do, we spend plenty, but we well, have they, a lot of people they, to buy for. So yeah, you know, so we buy for our parents and his parents and we buy for our nieces and nephews and it just, it adds up. Well, it gets to be hard because our kids, let's be real, don't need for anything. Like they're very blessed little children. And like mine have the cutest playground in the backyard. Like they don't need for anything. So I get to feeling bad when they don't open a bunch of gifts, but then retrospect, they're already extremely blessed. And I really want my kids to know the true meaning of Christmas. Like not that it's all about presents, but like being with your family and like Jesus and everything. Yeah. So I'm going to start, I feel like as my kids are getting older, I can finally start like pushing that. Like that, that's my belief. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if the baby's here, if Rowan, I keep calling him the baby, if Rowan's here or not, we do have a little like a Christmas onesie for him, but if he doesn't get presents his first Christmas, well, Rowdy didn't because he was December 15th and I'm like, okay, you're not like, he'll be like a day old. (laughs) Yeah. And also he wasn't supposed to come till the day after Christmas. So. He was a surprise. He was Christmas. How was that? We need to have that conversation maybe off. I need to have, I need to like you to talk me through all that. Cause I'm, what will probably happen is that I want to label like Christmas Eve. I won't be there to see the kids open their presents. Like that's actually probably what will happen. That's exactly all my same thoughts I had. And of course you're hormon- hormonal. So you like worry about the mom guilt. Oh, and that's how I was like, oh my gosh. So who will be with my kids or who's going to get them their presents? And then we had him two weeks early, but then that was also hard because I was worried about germs 
Right. It's like six season, like get rid of COVID and like, don't worry about COVID it's six season. Yeah. And so I was, I was kind of weird that I didn't let everybody hold him. And I actually, I do, I, do I remember that right? Yeah. I wore him a majority of the time, unless I was feeding him so that people weren't like, Oh, touch the baby. Right. And I mean, it's my family and his family, not like strangers, but still I'm like, yeah. Nope. I completely agree with you. That's already like, I'm already thinking that and if we have him sometime at the end of December, other than work, because I will be back at work incredibly fast in spurts. Um, I'm like, don't come see me. Seriously. Having a year end baby is extremely hard. That was my first year end baby. And there was so many mistakes I made. Oh my gosh. I can't like, I actually, I need to get my ducks in a row. I have a lot to do. Can we just need to make yourself, you need to make yourself a to-do list. (laughs) I know. Can we hurry this podcast up? Because I have to finish my year in the next month. Well, our tax lady that next year, she's like, so did you file a W-2 for BART? And I'm like, well, I'm sure I did. And I go back and look and I'm like, nope. Can you go ahead and fix that? And I'll pay the penalty. Right, right. I think a lot of stuff is fixable, but like at the year in in farming, it's different to actually anytime you own your own business, I should say it's not just farming. Uh, So you're just trying to figure out where you're at for the year because you've harvested this year's crop and you've already paid for stuff for next year's crop. Do you need to pay for more? Do you need to sell more grain? Do you need to pay, you know, do you need more income? Do you not need more income? Yeah. And so we're lucky because our LLC year ends July 1st. So that side of it is good for us. Uh, It's not for us. Like we're always just figuring, I mean, I don't want, like, it's a good problem to have, right? Do you need to sell more grain or not? I guess, I guess it's a good problem to have. I don't know. I feel like every farm is that way in a regard. You're just trying to really figure out uh, the nitty gritty of your taxes and your. We're blessed that we get that problem, right? Yeah. That we have that opportunity. Cause I always think that too, like, oh, we can shuffle money, you know, sell the grain to ourselves or yeah. Like how close is my R lock to zero? Where do I want that to fall? So it looks good for our bank just for purchasing oh. things. Like you want to make sure that your bank is confident in your operation and that it it's all true. God bless get- the R lock, but holy stressfulness. Well, especially for you this year. Yeah. Just not. It is what it is. Okay. So let's move through this. What else do we want to talk about? Mm, we did memories of her presence. What is something, I mean, I know Jordan's going to listen to this. What is something in the years past that you've gotten him that has been a hit for a gift? I just yawned because you said Jordan and presence. And I was like, okay, well, this is an irrelevant <laughs> conversation. <laughs> um, good question. I, we actually don't do as much for Christmas for each other. We really like to give other people gifts. And so if we get something for each other, either we'll buy it for ourselves and, or we'll like kind of know what we're getting each other. Okay. Or well, maybe a gift like for his birthday or anything you've gotten that has been. Yeah. I just got him a new Carhartt coat and he really, 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 really likes it. Hey, that's good. You can't go wrong with Carhartt burn. We've done a like Apple watch before Jordan likes that. He thought he would hate it. He didn't like it, but if he restricts his, his notifications properly and just gets his phone calls on his watch, it's much easier for him to decide, like, do I need to pull my phone out of my pocket and answer that? Or can I call them back? So Bart has actually talked about wanting one of those just for that reason, because when he's loading a sprayer, it's like, do I need to take my gloves off and everything just to look at, are they waterproof? 
Yeah. The new, all the new ones are like, like gen three and gen four and gen five. I, I don't even know if there's a gen five, but I know gen three plus is. Hmm. That's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Well- and you have to restrict your notifications though. Like you don't want to get all your emails and all your Snapchats and all everything to it. Otherwise you, it just blows up. It'll be dinging forever. Also speaking of Snapchat, Bart was glad to see Jordan was back on. <laughs> yes. Finally. I, yes. I didn't want to. Yes. <laughs> He must be having Jordan withdrawals. I think so. I think we're all having everybody withdrawals like harvest. I, we were lucky enough to go camping last weekend and I was feeling so sad and by myself. Why? I'm, well, because we, we haven't had any breaks. Like we just had oh. weather last week. Oh. We've had no breaks for harvest. I didn't see any of our friends because they've all been busy. We've been busy. COVID has been going on. So we've been just a little bit more mindful of what we're doing to just I thought, a little, but really meant when you were camping, you felt lonely. I was like, why? No, no, I did go camping. So I don't feel that way now. But before that I was texting some of my friends, like, hi, I'm still <laughs> here. I'm lonely. And seriously. And I feel just you saying like being more mindful of COVID it, you, we like to think, or like in the, the bigger picture, like how other people are doing with it. Our life hasn't changed that much, but it has. It absolutely has. Like we're lucky. Yes. That we can still let our kids roam free that my kids are still in school without masks, but like, it's still hard. All of it. Yeah. I mean, we don't even have school to school thing. It's just hard. It's hard to decide what to do, what not to do. What's your risk level, how to live your life. What's the numbers in your County? Is that mm-hmm. super relevant to your town? I mean, all the things are hard. I know. And now we're like going through a, a County mask mandate debate. And so it's just, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of talking about COVID. You are greatly influenced by Colorado. Mm, yes. Anyways. Right. Okay. On to the next one. Want to end it with a quote? Yeah, sure. Sure. Have, I hate that. Sure. Have it or S- do you need to get it? S-U-R-E. Sure. No. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's not sure. It's not George Washington. <laughs> It's not going to wash your clothes. It's wash. It's sure. Yeah. I don't say that. Okay. So let's just recap. We're back. This has been the most useless episode of the entire podcast, but dang it. We needed it. We needed something that didn't make us think a whole lot. And we're going to go into the holidays happy. And let's all just say a prayer that the Epperson's finish harvest today. And be grateful always. Jordan also called me during this podcast. It could be a breakdown. I mean, I just don't know. Mm. I know before this Bart texted me and said, come to shop. And I told Kylie, I should probably go. What if he's like laying under something, but then thinking he had the time to text me. I don't really know. And it was nothing when I went out there. (laughs) So it could be nothing. Maybe he's just checking to see how you're feeling today. No, I've talked to him too many times. He knows how (laughs) I'm feeling. So anyways, okay. Quote, we'll end it. We'll get off here. Regardless of what came before or of what has yet to come, what matters most right now is how I choose to respond to the challenge before me. Will I lie down or will I fight? The choice is mine and I choose to finish strong. Dan Green. Boom. Yeah, here we go. It's going to be a long night. My husband's having his own watch party by himself in our living room for the election. So Best of I, told him I, I told him I'd watch it till I wanted to go to bed. <laughs> My eyes were so sleepy. I had to hold them open. <laughs> like he got up excited. He's been excited all day for this election. I'm sitting here like biting my nails. So 
I would probably be better off with just going to bed and waking up. Well, even then with all the mail-in ballots, it's we don't know. We're not going to know. No. Okay. It is what it is. Thanks for listening. See you in a couple weeks. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.